It was two years ago this month that Tina Mankowski's mother died from COVID. Well, she was in the hospital because she broke her toe. She went to the hospital, they put her in a boot, and since she's, you know, 91 years old, they couldn't send her home to independent living. And so she was just going to go to a nursing facility for a couple of weeks to get her back on her feet again. But somewhere between the hospital and the nursing facility, she contracted COVID, a virus that at the time we knew little about. It was frightening on so many different levels. I mean, not only in hospitals, it was frightening in grocery stores, it was frightening in schools. I mean, there was just... So many unknowns. Frightening to everyone, but especially for family members of those hospitalized. A recent study found that 64% of people surveyed who had loved ones in the ICU with COVID showed symptoms of post-traumatic stress. Mankowski participated in that survey and agrees with researchers who concluded the inability to visit loved ones contributed to that stress. We couldn't see her. We could, they'd wheel her downstairs and we could see her through a plate glass window and get on a, a cell phone call with her, which she kept hanging up on us because she'd never used a cell phone. And um, But, you know, that was it. We really didn't get a chance to see her. Clinical psychologist Kira Malseth co-leads the Behavioral Health Strike Team for the Washington State Department of Health. There's a relationship between extreme helplessness and the development of um, traumatic stress types of symptoms. Both Dr. Malseth and Mankowski say they understand with no COVID vaccines and minimal research done yet, doctors at first recommended protocols like isolation. Still, Mankowski says... still kind of almost doesn't feel real when you think about it because I never really got to say goodbye to my mom. And it's, it's just kind of a really weird, unreal feeling. Everybody has lost something in the last two years. Malseth says taking steps to acknowledge that does help. Working through that, acknowledging it, having rituals or ceremonies or just basic sort of a processing about what's happened is going to be a really essential piece of our collective recovery when it comes to behavioral health. She says realize that emotions from fear to sadness to anger may be part of this and don't get stuck in the what ifs. The if thens really keep people stuck from being able to move forward to, but it just did. That's a tough one for Mankowski, who was not with her elderly mother as she passed. That's the one thing I'll never know. My mom if my mom thought that we abandoned her or if she understood what we were, you know, what was going on in the world and that things were happening this way for a reason. We're trying to protect people. Honoring the loss, acknowledging the emotions and letting go of the what ifs. That's going to help us move through, right? We don't move on from loss. We move through it and we continue to move forward. And that's what healing is really all about. Heather Bosch, Cairo News Radio.